Hey, Stripper Whispers, this is your host, Corey Michaelis. If you don't want to hear where I'm performing stand-up comedy, hit that fast-forward 30-second button twice, and you'll get right into the podcast. This week, it's with a friend of mine who is a bikini barista and hasn't ever stripped in a club, but it's a, it's a, it's a cousin, maybe, to stripping, I'd say. Um, it's Christmas week, so naturally you're listening to a podcast about women who take their clothes off, and I am not really working very much. I will, however, be doing a show on the 28th in Renton, Washington at the Civic Theater. Come to that. Let's sell some tickets. Next week I'll be uh, doing a New Year's Eve show in Spokane, which is exciting. I've never performed on New Year's Eve before, which is kind of crazy, to be honest. And most comedians get offered gigs. I don't know what happened. That weekend, I'll be at Tacoma Comedy Club all weekend hosting for Russell fucking Peters. And I'll be headlining January 4th uh, in the afternoon and January 5th in the evening at Tacoma Comedy Club. Go to their website. Get tickets. You're all the best. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Stripper Whisper, the podcast where I get behind the G-string and interview strippers about their lives outside the clubs, what it's like working in the clubs, and how we can all be good customers in their space. Today, I'm in my hometown, in my home, in Everett, Washington, and I have with me Natalie. Say hey, Natalie. Hi. We're here with a very special bonus episode because Natalie does not strip per se, uh, but she gets real close to it in a bikini barista stand in Everett, Washington, and Linwood, Washington, and Edmonds, Washington, which is sort of like Snohomish County is kind of like the home or the hub or the like origin, hot the hotspot mm-hmm. for bikini Everywhere. barista stands, right? Every every two lights, there's probably a ladybug somewhere or a showcase or a beehive or a... I wonder what that's totally about. You think it's a function of it being like so strict on strip clubs here or because of our weather or because of the coffee culture or so i actually looked this up because Ooh, i like this i've only been doing bikini barista for about a year and i was like why is this so popular because for the most part the misconception is that we make really shitty coffee in the stands yeah you're not you're not there for the coffee right Right, so i was like why how did bikini barista like become a fad and it actually originated in seattle because like selling coffee is so competitive you have like starbucks and tolly's does tolly's exist anymore that's a great question i haven't seen the tolly's for years like a some seattle's best and so they were like what can we do to sell coffee and they're like oh chicks in bikinis and it used to be just bikinis but then they kept trying to push the limits to see like what you could get away with. And now yeah. you probably see someone in dental floss and you're like, oh, bikini stand. So. It's, I don't even know how some of the dental floss covers the buttholes. I'm I mean, to you. be honest, I'm real curious. But before we get too deep into that, <laughs> if you'd like to uh, put a face, actually probably not a face. You don't really do a face on your Instagram. If you'd like to put an ass to the voice, check out Natalie on Instagram at bb the letters bb natalie phoenix uh oh we're over on our patreon page because we'll have a video interviewing her 
today in a very conservative cream sweater, but looking lovely as always. So check those things out if you're interested. And also, uh, before I get started, I need some liquid courage to talk to such beautiful ladies about, uh, you know, very intimate things about their lives. So, and it's it's, it's morning. We're not going to say how early in the morning it is right now, um, just because, you know, whatever. We don't want to be judged too harshly. Sun's not really but it, but you can have Bailey's. It's at coffee. Any time of the day. We have coffee right? too. Yeah, so. And we have coffee to go with it. So cheers. Yeah. My dad would be proud of me. With a chai tea back. Mmm. Lovely. Yeah. We should just get you some to pour in there. That'd be amazing. I know, right? Your um would your dad would your dad care what oh let's talk about that before we get into anything. <gasps> do your parents know what you do? Oh, of course not. Oh, of course not. Of course, of course not. not. Okay, good. Well, they're probably not uh, podcast listeners and Patreon subscribers. So, well, if they do see it, I'll have dirt on them too. If uh-huh. they have dirt on me. Okay. Well, I won't make you say that, but I'm very <laughs> curious. Off air, we'll talk about that. So that makes total sense. That in um, uh, this industry of uh, in Seattle of making coffee, that. You know, well, Tully's, there'd be a Tully's and a Starbucks across the street from each other, and then another one down, like, three blocks away. Yeah. And it's still true with Starbucks. In New York City, they're on every, almost every corner, especially in the center of the city. Um, so, in Everett, my memory was that, I don't know if Grab and Go was the first, but there were Grab and Goes, and they were called Grab-A-Ho. And You're then kidding they me. were, no, no, no. I mean, just by the public. And then there was, and then the owner of that disappeared in Vegas. It's like a whole story behind that, that I don't know if that ever came to a resolution. What happened in in Vegas? Uh, We don't know. There was a truck in the middle of nowhere, burnt up, if my memory serves. Oh. Uh, Then uh, for a while there was a, um, there was a little bit, there was like a police investigation of them into their behavior. I remember that. And that ended up in The Stranger. And in The Stranger, the Seattle Stranger online, they had the photos that the police officers were taking of the things that girls were doing. One of the examples is that they'd play basketball with customers, quote unquote, where it's like they would throw 20 or $10 bills Mm -hmm. and try and catch them in their panties um, to make it into a game to get, which by the way, you could probably still do that. That sounds like an amazing game. I'm going to start that now. Do you want to play basketball? There's a stripper, there's a stripper in, uh, where was I? Vancouver that did a similar thing where she would hold a cup between her tits or between her legs and have guys throw and try and make it. But she gets to keep all of those bills. It's brilliant. So I don't know. I've been doing this wrong. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'll give you some of the tricks. I don't know how I know them. Tricks of the trade. uh, (laughs) But so anyway, so that was the thing. And Java Jugs. Ah, yes. You've heard of that one? Infamous Java Jugs. Because why is it infamous from your perspective? You know more than me probably. Um, I've never really looked into it just from what I heard. Okay. Yeah. Um, So Java Jugs used to be at a location that's known as The Hole. Which is now a showcase stand. I used to work for their company, um, and they got busted because not all the girls, but the owner was um, promoting sex and coffee. Yeah. Um, so basically, some extras. Yeah, some yeah. some work outside of work kind of thing, and. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think it had been like an ongoing investigation from the police for a really long time, yep. and then, yep, 
one by one, all the girls got busted, and it was like, oh. Yeah. Listen to this. Here's the added caveat to that story <laughs> is that there was a location also across from Walmart on Highway 99 in Everett. Ooh, maybe off, on the okay. maybe on the cusp of Lynn. That's still Everett, I think, South. technically. Yeah. And uh, right over there by Home Depot. And so that was a location that she worked occasionally. She may have worked the other one as mm. well. But the investigator, the detective, I think was I think it was a, technically a detective. Yeah. Ended up starting a relationship with her. So that ended up, which who knows how real that relationship was. Was she like, oh, I'm busted. But what if I'm not busted? (laughs) You know, so we start (laughs) fucking and then not getting in in love with me. Right. Um, so she probably knew and she's like you know what i'm gonna have this guy fall in love with me maybe i like i don't know the details of that but there was like you can check out the Everett herald and uh past uh i I doubt i if you type in java jugs into their search engine i gotta believe that's the only thing that's gonna come right i don't think there's a lot of might be redirected to some like sites (laughs) of triple x content possible um well here's the thing we did not meet from me driving through a stand, um, but was we do every episode with the strippers that I interview, so we'll do the same with you. Uh, from your perspective, how did we meet or know of each other at least? Well, for me, I know our stories are pretty different. Yes. Um, yes. My story goes way back to when I was 13. Okay, wow, well, so shut down the podcast. Okay, sorry, <laughs> kidding, I'm, kidding, I am 25 kidding, now, kidding, so kidding. let's just make that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to high school in Everett, and Mr. Corey Michaelis... That's me. ...was a teacher of sorts there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not... I only went there for a year, so I don't remember what you taught, but I remember walking around being like, God, that's a young and hot teacher why do I have old ass teachers teaching my classes? <laughs> yeah, so, what you may not have caught right there was that I never was. Her teacher didn't know that, uh, didn't know. He did of not her know I existed. Okay, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was the cute teacher I never had. I was like, cool. And so I went to private school after that. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Never really like, I never like talked to you or got in contact with you, but then. Sure. Stuff started popping up on my like Facebook and Instagram, like, oh my gosh, Corey Michaelis in Bellevue or in Everett or whatever. And I was like, you I know, know the you. Big cities. And I was like, ooh, I'm doing stand up comedy. Yeah, doing yeah. comedy. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to shoot my shot. Cool. And so, like, I think I messaged you. Sounds accurate to me. On this Instagram. Is what, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I want to come see you. <laughs> I, uh, memory's fuzzy. I might have been. It might be an embarrassing memory for me. But anyway, um, he was like, yeah, I'll be at the parlor um, Friday or Saturday night. And I ended up going there with my friend to watch his show. Yes. I think he was doing a special with Jubal from the radio show. Okay, that sounds right. And then, (laughs) see, it's coming back, right? Okay. And then my friend ditched me because she's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm going to take an Uber home. And I was like, um... (laughs) crap okay so she left and i started drinking a lot because i don't go out usually i don't talk to people and then i messaged you after the show and i was like hey do you (laughs) want a drink right right (laughs) yeah and then from then on we started talking and yeah i don't know and then i I told you what i did and i think you stopped by a couple times to see me yep um yeah well that's so that last part so i uh 
what happens a decent amount for me is that I'll get, and this is for anybody who's like doing things publicly, but I'll get a decent amount of messages where I'm like feeling almost like sort of badly about like, oh, do I know this person? Should I know this person? And uh, I'm, you know, get mildly <laughs> concerned that I'm going to offend them by being like, who are you? You know, whatever. Right. Somebody just last night sent me a message on Facebook like, why did you unfriend me? Was it because I was too whatever? Uh, what did he say? Um, was it all my vulgarity on my page? And I was like, I don't even know who you are. Right. Like, I... I didn't even know we were Facebook friends. and These are celebrity problems, you know. <sighs> so I, I do think about, like, I'm so low level of anything for being known. Do you feel bad? That I just wonder about that. <laughs> like, do you remember me? You're like, ah, oh, shit. But I just feel like I can't imagine what it'd be like to be an actual celebrity with millions of followers on social right. media. They must just turn those things off. Or, or they just like, oh, yeah, how are you? It's I been guess, a while, you know? Yeah, I guess. How's I your guess dog? people understand with them a little bit more. I think that's part of the problem is that with me, people on the other end are like, you're so low level. <laughs> like, how well, because you you're, you're mainly me? local. And yep. so, yeah. 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 Well, in terms of like followers, I am. But I did have like a special that went out. So that's how a lot of people find me as a comedy special I had online. I got millions of views and it was great. And uh, then I don't, like last weekend at a show, these people came out and they're like, we were just at your show a few weeks ago. Oh my don't you gosh. remember? And I'm like, I Groupies. do not, but thank you. Because <laughs> um, also you can't on social media do, you can't tell what people look like per se. A lot of times because their little profile picture is so small yeah. or they might have a dog as their profile picture You mean you're not clicking on every single person to make sure what they look like? You know, and I don't scroll through all the things. And then if I did, they'd be like, you looked through all my stuff. You know, it's always this double-edged Creeper. sword. Yeah. But for you, I get this message on Instagram and that, from my perspective, is the first time we've connected ever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know at, what, at some point in that conversation you revealed, oh, yeah, I had gone to Cascade for a minute. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I always have to be like, you know, did I have you in class? Like, how long ago? Yeah. Um, just for the sake of being uh, that I'm in the know of all of our, you know, past right because i had 150 students a year and then a bunch of students on like sports teams you're just like did i watch you go through puberty (laughs) right (laughs) right and then also like uh, the big deal with teachers that's an issue is if you're doing any sort of grooming of people which uh is never anything that i ever have ever approached or done uh obviously i shouldn't say obviously it's not true for everybody but uh but post high school you know, you can people come to kids come to sh- former students come to shows. My oldest, I'm 39. My oldest former students are like 32, 33, some 34, because I was teaching right away out of college hmm. and coaching right away out of college. So a lot of them at this point are more like I've golfed with them when I go to Arizona. The like dynamics different. Yeah. yeah, we're more friends than they are than they are ever former students, and we've had drinks together, all those things. Um, I do remember you so telling yeah. me you were just like, "I'm so glad I never taught you." Oh right, that would have been kind of weird. I was like, well, oh. because now, yeah, connecting now and like you're you know beautiful and attractive, and uh, you're coming to the show, and then you're there by yourself now, and so we chatted for a while for the show and had a drink. And it was it was nice conversation and great, but also it's kind of like, 
uh, is this over the edge? And if you had been in my class, it might be a little over the line in terms of appropriateness. But since you had never been and I never knew who you were, right. I mean, it's essentially like I'm meeting you that night. And, exactly. Um, Stranger at a bar. That's like right. That. And that happens all the time. I know. <laughs> so, especially in comedy. And uh, so then, yeah, so we've we've chatted quite a bit since and we've just learned today that we you grew up in the neighborhood I've lived in for 12 years. I live two blocks away from you. I was like, <laughs> man, good thing I didn't know you before. <laughs> just showing up at the door. Trick or treat. <laughs> um, just turned 18. <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, so, so now here we are and we're friends and that's great. Um, and yes, I've visited you at the stand a few times. You came to my pool like once or twice. Oh, and I, I came to the pool mm-hmm. at the, the, the uh, condos or apartments or whatever. That was fun. That was yeah. Um, you were very scantily clad at the pool. I was, I was impressed. I was? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, for a, for a public pool with kiddos running around, I thought, oh. I thought it was real fun I'm trying to get funny. my tan on, okay? Yeah, so whatever. I'm just trying to get those boys through puberty fast. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get out of the pool, is what I'll say. Uh, they? You? Yeah. Who? Well, you know, whatever. Right. Me, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, so great. So then, um, that night we actually first met. We chatted a bit, and you at that point, I don't think were, were you at the Bikini Beauty Stand at that point? That was over a year, a couple years years ago almost. Maybe I I wasn't. And so... um, Oh, you know how I think you found out I did that? I think you actually started following my barista account. Oh, yeah. And then you were just like, hey. (laughs) Is this you? Yeah, uh, that may be true. Some ver- there is some version because like of, my like, accounts I are linked it on Instagram. Yeah, because my accounts are linked by my number, and so you're probably just like, oh, it probably popped up in my feed or like was. You very may know this person. Interesting. Yeah, that could very well be it. I think it was some version of that. Like I was like, I know that tattoo. Something, <laughs> something like, like that. that. Yeah. I saw um, your car and I was like, oh, this oh, is a whole funny. different level of bonding uh, that we're like, doing. Well, hello. <laughs> Uh, hey, this is my butt, <laughs> and uh, uh, I've I've some of the photos on the Instagrams. You should check it. By the way, uh, if you're in the Snohomish County area by chance, um, visit uh, Natalie at the stand she works at in Edmonds, um, and uh, give her bunches and bunches of money, or follow their Instagram. I also at make good coffee. Beehive. Yeah, I believe so. Something like that. Yeah. It's Edmonds Beehive. Pretty easy to find online and uh yeah you'll see photos some photos of her uh you know if people get creepy she deletes them and that's the way she should do it but uh so don't be a troll don't be a creep but uh and then also um if you just follow those pages it's very interesting to see like uh these beautiful women and what they choose to post and uh you should appreciate i think it's great appreciate the camera angles because it takes five thousand tries just to get <laughs> one good angle yeah imagine you taking a selfie just to send a snapchat now multiply that by i'm gonna put my almost butthole and almost vagina i have one lady she does her like landing strip it's in all of her photos or a lot of her photos oh and almost nipples on the internet imagine the how many times girl? you would take that maybe that's those photos maybe that's my know. roommate i don't know oh, she does that too oh neat it's a nice landing little... strips are hard work like they take a lot of maintenance i'm like oh shit. i imagine i just manscape a little bit and i'm always like god it looks right? terrible <laughs> but better than the uh better than the 70s bush that i usually rock oh <laughs> i'm gonna need proof of that anyway I okay know. intermission <laughs> uh time out pause so um so then for you i didn't know you were doing that and you weren't doing it when i first met you so then 
what made you decide and how did you get into and like tell us the story what were you doing what how'd you get into it I don't know I feel like I feel like my story might be pretty typical okay um so I work at a rehab facility in Everett and I worked 16 to 20 hours a day there to make really not a lot of money because yeah. once you hit overtime like they tax the shit out of that right and right. so um I was working a lot and I always drove by this one bikini stand on 128th all the time. And so I started thinking. It was the middle of the summer. It was hot as hell. I was wearing scrubs and I was like, I don't want to do this for no money, have no time to enjoy my summer. And so I actually stopped by the stand and I was like, hey, are you guys hiring? I don't know a thing about coffee. I am a religious Starbucks drinker. Um, But I enjoy customer service. I enjoy sales. I kind of want to see what it's about because coming into it, I had so many preconceived notions okay. just because the only thing I'd heard about bikini stands are the bad things in the news, right? Okay. Um, and so the owner, she was super nice. She was like, oh, yeah, we'll train you on the spot. <laughs> Actually, the girl that trained me, I went to high school with her. So, so I was like, fun. oh, small world. Okay. It is small world, yeah. So I've been doing this since about August of 2018, so yeah. I'm coming up on a year. Wow, that's the longest year of my life. Okay. Um, so I did that, I worked about five hours a day. I made almost triple what I made per hour at my other job, and wow. so eventually I quit my other job. Gotcha. Because I was like, I want the most money for the least amount of time and skill. Efficiency, you know? Oh no, definitely, and I was, a lot of girls that I trained doing bikini coffee, I was like, you know what? 90% of your job is showing up and taking your clothes off. Right. Because, you know, guys don't... Like you, you came by, you didn't even get coffee. You got chai. (laughs) Yeah, I don't drink coffee. Never had it in my life. But just wanted to say hey and visit. Yeah, so uh, it was... I trained for like a day and a half and then I made stupid money and I was like, why do I have a normal job? Right. And I'm trying to finish up school and so it was like it was the most time efficient for yeah, me makes um, complete sense. yeah so it was it was also fun like 98 percent of my customers are awesome i've yeah. probably had the same ones for the past year it's it's the two percent i'm sure the strippers will say this too it's the two percent hmm. that sometimes make you hate what you do interesting otherwise it's worth it completely well we want to talk about both the two percent and the 98 percent because (laughs) both is interesting to our listeners um i will say i'm curious so uh just from a teacher's perspective like um there's been work for money is a very interesting conversation in america especially today because for years and years and years, like our parents' generation, it was you you do a nine-to-five job and you get your paycheck and you take care of your family. Your priorities are different. You're supposed to live your life. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, there's like 15 jobs in the world. And you'll do one of those 15 <laughs> You're going to be a doctor, doctor, a lawyer, lawyer engineer, police officer, accountant, engineer, accountant, oh, businessman, yeah. whatever that means. This is the 16th um, bikini barista. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bikini barista certainly was not on the list for my mom. Oh, God, I hope not. And uh, but, the, but there was other jobs that existed. It just wasn't in people's minds. And now um, people have, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of a dozen jobs before they turn 30, which is very rare. Um 
They want people adventure more than a family. Want adventure? Like, that, that's very true. Yeah. A lot of folks do. Uh, there's there's this negative speak about millennials in a lot of ways, and I don't subscribe to all of it. So maybe some of it, I don't know. But like a meme I saw was like, oh, <laughs> God forbid we want to have empathy and we like avocados. Right. <laughs> like, ooh, we're the I worst. I want that shit on my How toast. Terrible okay. <laughs> are we right? And exactly. And so it's like. Um, but there's value, like some people say, you do what you love and love what you do for your work. Yeah. It doesn't have to be for your work. You can do what you love outside of your work. It could be a and hobby. For your work, yeah. just work make some work. money. Exactly. Uh, that's an option too. Yeah. And be very efficient with how you make money and have passive income. There's so many people that do uh, work remodeling homes and then selling those homes, flipping, them, flipping yeah. houses. Now, that's tons and tons of work initially, but eventually that income becomes It's passive. a huge payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, doing a podcast is a lot of work, but if you get to a point where it's very popular, it's passive. it becomes yeah. somewhat passive income that just keeps coming back, coming exactly. to you. And so um, there's much more of a push towards that in America, and uh, I just feel like there's that shouldn't be... It does, you know, we're so different. Our brains are so different. Our uh, The way we... Um, see the world is so different for every person. It makes sense. That so would work be well. Honestly, for every so person. I embody. I hate the word millennial. Mm-hmm. I was I was actually writing a book, and like as I'm typing, I read I type out the word millennial. <laughs> it's not even a word. Like ah, Microsoft Word does not recognize it as it gets a word. the red squiggly line under it. Yeah, I was like, oh. what but but yeah, no. Like I embody a lot of the mindsets that quote-unquote millennials have like and i think honestly a big part of it is that our generation very very quickly realized how much the generation before us screwed us economically Mm, financially um so like my with my parents i'm turning 25 in less than a month right and they're like you know what when we were 23 we had a house we had kids we had our career and i was like guess what i don't want that you know like we enjoy different things and so before I was going to school for nursing. Right. It was my passion. I wanted to do what I loved and help other people, all this stuff, right? Sure. But once I started working at this rehab facility, I took so much of work home with me mentally and emotionally that I was like, you know what? I I need to find a balance, right? I need to do what I love, but also take care of myself. And so I yes. did the bikini thing. And it's crazy because within this year of me being half naked, mixing yes. stuff in a cup, giving it to people. I reached like an epiphany of, oh my God, I want to have some bullshit nine to five, punch in, punch out and go home and take care of myself or my family or whatever sure. is at home for me, right? Because right. a job is a job, no matter how passionate you are about it, unless I'm like traveling and eating food for a living and raving about it. It's like, I know, right? I, there's no, there's right. no job here that I'm like, yes. I'm right. going to do this forever, 24-7. Um, that you want to take home with. You might, yeah, so there's, yeah, so that's the thing. Is for you, it is, oh, I just want to get, uh, you know, my future, I think, will be something where I'm just doing something that is financially viable for me. It doesn't take up take all my life. Yeah. And then with my life, I can live it. Uh, whereas some people are like, it encompasses their whole life. Like comedy encompasses my whole life. And you enjoy doing and it. And I enjoy it. Yeah. I love it. And I and I and I'm excited about doing the work, and it's fun to do the work. Yeah. Not just being on stage for the hour a night, 
but also all the other things associated with it or because your job it, it is also your my interests and it's it's like, your hobby too yeah, yeah yep yep it's really fun like i like coming up with new ways to market i like coming up with uh, new ideas for jokes and writing jokes and I coming up with ideas for a sketch. I like putting together this podcast. Right. It's, it's creative and yeah. you can, and it's interesting to me. Um, so then you said you're trying to finish up school. So you're still in school though. No, I start in the fall again. Um, gotcha. I'm going back for business finance. Okay. Um, so you're going to kind of switch to business finance. Yeah. Cause gotcha. I, I did budgeting for the rehab facility I was at and I realized okay. I really like spending other people's money. <laughs> brilliant i'm really good at that um, yeah responsibly of course of course um but yeah i don't know i think i need to be able to separate work from my life sure. especially if it's not like a hobby that i have so the bikini stand helped me with that because a lot of people will be like hey let's go to dinner hey do you want to hang out i don't right. want anything else from you but to be friends and i'm like dude you came here in the first place to see a half-naked chick yeah you can't yeah. tell me you want to be friends you know That's so, so it's like oh no, and I tell people, I'm like, you know, because a lot of guys will be like, oh my God, your boyfriend's so lucky. You wear all this sexy laundry. I'm like, I wear sweats and a baggy t-shirt at home. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't wear this stuff. This is my uniform. Right. And so I tell them like, I, I'm not like that. Like, I sure. don't exist outside of this stand. I'm like your fantasy right. Asian schoolgirl in the stand. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. um, but outside of it, I'm just a typical Typical gal, just like the right. gal that I you're dating I got two dogs at home. I just want to cuddle and eat all day, walk <laughs> around naked, you know? Oh, well, that part's the part that they like. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually moving in with a girl that's also a bikini barista. Gotcha. And when we tell our customers this, they lose their minds. Oh, like, I yeah. think in their head, they're just imagining us, like, with our mixing sticks, like, making coffee around the apartment naked. And I'm like, you know. They're just, like, going down on each other while one makes coffee. And they're like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is so hot. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that's, in that's interesting in a lot of ways. But one of the things that you said there is, like, so, oh, first of all, they're fishing to find out. When any guy says your husband or your boyfriend must be lucky or some version they're of that. They're trying to see if we they're have one. They're just trying one. to find out if you have one. They aren't actually. That's, I mean, there's other things going on there, but that's the main reason they say that yeah. because... Um, they want to see if they, they have a chance, They really want right? to know if they have a chance. And so then they follow up with things like, let's meet up for, let's be friends, which is I, uh, also I set that straight pretty quick, yeah. As well, and we all, we all know that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm surprised they still go with that line because... Think uh, of something it's else. So obviously guys. bullshit. You know, I think I I don't know a lot about women, but I think a woman would be much more uh, appreciative of someone saying like, "I actually find you very attractive," and uh, I know we're not friends, so I would love to take you out and yeah. see if we might click or be interested like, in dating. Works. And if not, that's cool too, because um, that's much more realistic to the situation. But well, uh, it I just comes off as like. Uh, creepier when they're hiding their intentions i don't creepy. know if creepy is the right word but when they're hiding their intentions it comes up it's not genuine and people like yeah uh, it's like what do you want from people me? to be genuine yeah so, so anyway. the crazy thing that happened to me the other day it actually okay so i'm a bikini barista it's not the most glamorous job but i really value connections i make with my customers because sure. i see them every day i want it to go beyond like the hey how's it going how's your day right. what are your plans right I've had one customer for about half a year. We would just bullshit all the time. Okay. But we we reach we crossed this weird barrier where he was like, "Wow, you've been so open and honest with me. I'm just going to tell you I'm married. 
to an Asian woman. I like coming to see you because we have good conversation. And I was like, wow, because it's kind of, it's like hidden, it's like a hidden rule where you just don't talk about your significant other, right? Yeah, like you're just in the moment with yeah. the other person. And I was like, wow, you didn't have to tell that to me. I, just, I assumed he was married, but sure. I wasn't trying to hit on him or go out with him. And the fact that he just wanted to share it with me, I was like, wow, like you didn't have to do that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, be a little vulnerable, this, cause guys. It's, cause, yeah, because coming into the stand for a lot of folks is like, this five minutes of my life is where I get to pretend like uh, you can be who you want. I can kind of flirt know? with you, yeah, and it's part of the, the part of the expectation. Right? Yeah. And then I leave, and uh, I fulfilled that need or want, and now I can go back to my life, and you know, now whatever. But then they try and take it further, maybe if they have significant others, and that's obviously inappropriate as well. And so, um, it's similar with in the strip clubs. It's like. A lot of the women, that's how a lot of the women view it is like, mm-hmm. I, uh, you're paying for us, or we pay for all sorts of touch. So, we exactly. pay for pedicures, manicures, massages. people to cut our hair, massages, uh, Reiki, uh, acupuncture, all these things. It's a service, yeah. And people don't view those as like, ugh. But so someone sits on your lap and sort of maybe tossles your hair and talks to you and all yeah. of a sudden now it's terrible it's taboo and it's degrading right. and yeah right and then the women have control if, as long as it's a re- well-run strip club the women have total autonomy <laughs> and control right and they have the ability to say whatever no they have the ability to control the situation they're empowered it's not for the most part it's not like degrading yeah um they've chosen to be there nobody's forced to be at a strip club it's not like a nobody's sex slave kind of be, thing no yeah. Nobody's forced to be in porn. No, you're not forced to work at a bikini barista stand. You could leave. You could just not show up. You exactly. Could just leave in the middle of a shift. You don't even have to quit. To. You just leave. And yeah. uh, so, this perception that all these industries are something that is degrading to women that they don't have any autonomy or power or control over is seemingly, from what I can tell, very inaccurate. And um, so, yeah, you have. But you are offering a service beyond just making a cup of coffee and yeah. the women that do better in stripping or at a, a stand, yeah. at a stand, I presume, are the ones that do a better job at the interacting part. Exactly. Uh, is that, have you found that to be true? Or, I mean, I don't know if oh, you know. Definitely. So I think, I think honestly, there's a lot of people that are like naive that come to the stands and I'm sure with the strip clubs too, where I'll have customers one and done customers. Cause I don't tolerate bullshit like that. Like okay. if someone treats me bad, I'll be like, there are other baristas that will, that will take it, but I'm not going to because yeah. I still have value yeah. when I work here. Like you can't treat me like a piece of meat. And so I'll have people like, you don't want this money. You don't want to work a little more for this money. I'm like, uh, do you see that line behind you, sir? I don't need to work for this money. Right. So you can carry on. Um, I upcharge his drink by like $10 and I'm like, okay, thank you. Oh, but funny. No, that's the thing. It's so like, you kind of get the most frustrating or degrading part is when they try and be like, do more than what is what the social contract has allowed. Kind of. Like, I mean, there's girls all over the spectrum, right? There's sure. girls that are very conservative. I'm kind of on the more conservative side. Um, I'm not... I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And so, like, I rely solely at first on my personality and my coffee to bring people back. Gotcha. Because if you have... Like, it's kind of like 
with a comedian. Like if you can sure. connect with someone on kind of a personal level with a joke, right. they'll like your style and they'll come back to hear right. more, right? Right. And so like some guy might think I'm the hottest person and come back every day just because he thinks I'm pretty. Sure. But a lot of people will come back because they're like, I just like talking to you. Right. You're not just some like dumb chick that's like, here's yeah. coffee, here's my tits. Yeah. You know, some guys like that and some guys don't. And yeah. so just to be careful, I want to be well-rounded in yeah. everything, right? Well, you want to be um, uh, true to who you are. And then you've talked a lot about taking care of yourself. And that's one way to take care of yourself. You wouldn't feel like you were taking care of yourself if you were definitely selling more than you were comfortable selling. I think stripping and doing bikini barista stuff. Yeah. If you don't know how to separate that barrier, it's very mentally and emotionally draining. Yeah. Like you'll yeah. go you have to put up like this facade of being someone you're not. Yeah. And it's very tiring. It's like I can't I can't do that bubbly, dirty talk kind of thing. Mm. But a lot of girls can. And I'm sure. like, oh like I, I would feel like I'd have to like scrub my mouth. I was like, hey baby, <laughs> what do you want me to whip this up? Like Oh, mm. uh, funny. Funny. Yeah, but you know, honestly the guys that roll through I've had guys roll through in like Maseratis and Aston Martins and it's like oh you're balling like that your tip better be a hundred bucks because they just want to impress you right right and so they're just like do you want this money I'm like you know what would impress me <laughs> like you if know you paid for I what guarantee you're supposed to pay for <laughs> that's the thing like yeah. they they think that we're doing these jobs because we have to or because uh, we're from broken homes or whatever but it's like I can guarantee because you're, this must be a naughty dirty girl if she works here exactly whatever. yeah she wants yeah. and Unfortunately, I have a tattoo on my butt that I got a long time before I went to Bikini Coffee and it says sinner. <laughs> and I forget that it's there 99% of the time. That's really funny. And, and guys would be like, like well, well, well. are you a bad girl? Because like when I first <laughs> talk to someone, I'm pretty innocent. I'm kind of shy. Sure. And I turn around, it's like, boom, sinner. And I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're um, starting to say, you guarantee, I don't know what you're saying. You're going to say, I guarantee that... Every girl. I don't know what you're going to say. I cut you off. But that yeah. sinner comment was good. That's good to know. That's an interesting sinner. juxtaposition. But also, like, this is true with a lot of people who strip. Um, I Part of the reason doing the podcast is because of how similar stand-up is to being, in a, being a stripper. Uh, there's so many parallels. You right. just said you would imagine as a comedian, connecting is what's going to... Yeah, because I could be the technically... A great joke writer but my material may not be interesting or to right. a particular person or when you talked about like maybe a, maybe someone who's doing something that makes them feel kind of gross yeah. at the end of the night when they get home or makes you feel gross that's how I feel about comedians who do material that is what we call hack like very unoriginal okay everybody's yeah. been doing it for years and years and years yeah to the point that the jokes are almost exactly the same, some of them, but this person has done it for a long time and they're making a living at it. Yeah. And we, a lot of comedians look at that and go, because oh, you put, you know, you put in so much gross? work and time. Yeah. Doesn't that make you feel like, oh, I, I'm like not you're using being genuine. Other things. Yeah. It's not real. It's not original. It's your job. So. Yeah. You're not being yourself. You're being, but it's hard to balance because we are acting. All of us are acting right. on stage. You're acting in the stand. Strippers are acting on stage and on the floor of a strip club and in the back rooms of strip clubs. It's an act. Yeah. But you can't go so far into it that you feel gross or that you feel like I am not at all 
being true to who I am. Yeah, and I think a big similarity between the three, like comedians, strippers, bikini baristas, and a lot of other jobs too. Like if you are genuine, yeah, you're able to adjust yourself according to your audience, right? Yeah, so sure, like you, sure. based on how they like respond to yeah. what you're saying, you can kind of adjust how you act, what you say, what you do around them. And so because of that, a lot yes. of girls don't, a lot of people probably don't have that skill skill or um, yeah yeah and so they just they're just the same with every single customer and you can't right. do that right because everyone's different if you want them to come back to you remember little things about them uh-huh. so like i have customers that come back and i'll be like oh like are you taking care of your grandkids today or how's the remodel yeah. going and they're like you remember and it's like right of course i remember this right. is i'm here eight hours a day so of course like i want to take in some of my day right know? and it's so. part of your job to to remember to be better yeah. at it. and then i think that um you're right this is weird tightrope we walk between being genuine but all but but also being ourself but also like we're here to work we're exactly. here to en- entertain <laughs> and so there has to be an act part of it as well and uh Just a balance yeah. i haven't done a lot of acting but i imagine acting can be I mean, if you do a part that you're like, I don't believe in this part, that might be really physically and mentally and emotionally draining. Right. Um, Maybe it's similar to that as well. Uh, So you talked a little bit about, we'll talk about perfect customers momentarily, but like you've had, I know just from talking to you that you've had some Instagram stuff that you were like not super cool with. it sounds like guys, the v- most common thing that is frustrating face to face at the stand is sounds like people being like, are you going to work for this shit? Right. Like do more than you want to do. You got to earn so this extra $10, extra. right? Yeah. And you're like, no, I've done, I've already, this is how much we dress because there's law involved as well. Exactly. Uh, this is what we dress like. And it, we're already pushing the envelope on the you law. You can literally see the outline bit. of my nipple. So <laughs> right. I don't know what, like, <laughs> right. do you want me to like lick it? Or like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I can't reach my boobs are that big. Is it what you're talking about be long enough? I tried. Oh, yeah. wow. I can, no, definitely yeah. not. All right. I can lick my nipples. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just because my tongue's long. Another break. Uh, okay, we got to see this. <laughs> so, um, but... Is there, I mean, and then trying to, like, hey, let's meet up. It can get annoying. Is that the 2%? Is that what you're talking about? Kind of. So, kind <coughs> of. Is it beyond that, or is it online stuff that's the 2%? What's that 2%? What are they doing? It's kind of two-part, because yeah. the online stuff is really all secondary. Like, a lot of girls don't even have it. You, The main reason why we have Instagram is to promote when we work. Yes. We want to meet new people. We want to tell people we already know to come and see us. Yep. Get regulars. So, I had, regulars, yeah. I had hundreds of pictures on Instagram from all my shifts. I never delete them because it's so much effort to freaking delete your pictures. Yeah, yeah. But I want to do that because a lot of guys will start following me, go back to like a picture from last summer and be like, yeah, I'm going to get off to this. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, that's they're getting that for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of there's a lot of bikini barista pages that have like a collective set of pictures from baristas and they steal pictures from girls to put on a public platform and so me thinking about my future it's like so like 90 percent of my pictures do not have my face i do not have any distinguishing marks on me um but it's like i don't pictures never go away 
ever, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah. And so I never want that to come back, especially if I'm going to have a different job in the future. Right. My family's huge. If they were to stumble upon that, like, yeah, I don't know. And so a lot of yeah. girls, they don't, they don't care, which is great. Right. If they're like that comfortable with themselves. They share that with their families, all that kind of stuff. Sure. I'm sure a lot of girls don't project out in the future. That could to think be true about as well, yeah. stuff like that. And those girls that'll be like, please don't take my pictures. Thank you. And it's like, like that's going to just be, oh, the dude okay, from, they said, please. The dude from Pakistan looking at your picture is not going to be like, oh, I'm going to heed her wishes. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. And then, so that's first part. Second part, I, I don't know. I think that a lot of guys that come to see bikini baristas, you really have to feel out what kind of a girl she is. Yeah. Because there's some girls that will do everything under the sun, which is great. She has her hustle. She's making money. Right. There's thousands of girls making a lot more money than me. Right. But I choose to not take that extra money just because it's not something I'm comfortable doing. Right. But there's guys that come up, you know, with their pants already down. And I'm like, my dude, I worked in a nursing home. You know, you know how many dicks I've seen? Right, like, right. So it's like, this is not the, yeah, neat. <laughs> and so I have my own way of like deterring that. If they like whip it out, I'll like kind of squint my eyes uh. and like look at them and be like, oh. Or like guys, w- guys will jerk off. And like I let them for like 50 bucks. I'll be like, okay, you can do whatever you want as I'm making your drink. But they, they finish in like 15 seconds. And I'm like, I don't know if really? I should give your money back oh, because wow. speed does not impress me. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's just. So that's those things. Those have happened. Oh, multiple times. Um, I expect it to. And when it doesn't, I'm just pleasantly surprised. You what? Know? I didn't yeah. realize that. But it's weird because I where my bikini stand is, it's right in the middle of a really busy plaza yeah yeah with a lot of restaurants there's a bus stop right across the street these dudes don't care they got no shame in their game they're like yeah i don't care if people see my four incher great yeah and I'm just like huh <laughs> and they finish and we don't we don't have towels or anything paper towels and so they're like do you have something i'm like no my dude like bring your own yeah come prepared. you know <laughs> it's just yeah i think it's just huh. demeaning when guys come and they think they can do what they want and especially think they don't have to pay for it Yes. Because it's like, you can do whatever you want, but I'm going to, if you don't offer me money already, I'm going to charge you more for your drink. For so, sure. Um, that's why the ladybug stands are so successful. Because I don't know if you've ever been to one. I don't think so. I've seen a lot more. There's a lot around. They're yeah. literally all over from yeah. freaking Blaine to like, I don't know. Whole I-5 corridor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, down, you can't miss them. They're yeah. red buildings with... Bla- it's a ladybug. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you <laughs> get... Like, you know what lady is like? Right. Regardless of the size, the color, the drink. Yeah. It's $10. Uh, and a lot of girls think that's crazy. But for how we get treated, $10 is nothing. Like, you sure. should expect to pay minimum $10. Interesting. Because, um, yeah, because a lot of people, they tip a dollar or two, and I'm appreciative of it. It's great because sure. money's money, right? You're sure. already doing nothing. However, we spend so much money on our, same with strippers. We spend so much money on yeah. our hair, our nails, our lingerie. Lingerie is stupid. You guys yeah, it's know. Crazy. Pasties are crazy expensive. The smaller the outfit, the more money it is. And some dude gave me 10 bucks, like, go buy something pretty. I'm like, uh, on Amazon, maybe? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy a toe ring. <laughs> um, okay, wow. Yeah, yeah so. That's interesting. Well, and strippers, this is, it's good that you don't have to do this. It would be probably illegal. I don't know entirely why it's not illegal for strippers. Probably similar to, like, 
a hairstylist has to buy her chair or pay for her station. Oh, they have um, to pay to work there, yeah, right? Yeah, they have to pay like stage it's like fees. like 160 a or night or something fees, like that, yeah. Depending upon the club and the state and all those kinds of things, there's different amounts. But yeah, it's a very common thing within the strip club world. And so, but on top of that, they have to have a different outfit all the time. Um, yeah. Boots, the stripper Upkeep. heels, the... Um, the powder for their hands yep. like waxing probably for a lot of them right um all that kind of stuff depending upon have you interviewed waxed no um wait <laughs> yeah, what have you? oh i mean guys wax that's they okay. do i don't i've thought of it it seems like it would really hurt a lot but. of places actually won't let guys won't wax men they're just like intriguing ah. have you interviewed strippers from like portland and seattle yeah are they pretty so. different so I ha interestingly enough, I'm from Seattle. I haven't done any interviews in Seattle yet. Okay. I will quite soon. Uh, I know the laws and rules are very, very different, different yeah. in the two clubs. We've talked a lot about the differences between Seattle and Portland with the Portland strippers and others. And I might be way off. Um, my interesting, the thing that I think is interesting is my experience in the clubs in Portland is that it is a very it's laid better. back, yeah. chill, not creepy experience in any in way Seattle, generally you feel like you're a part of some mob like it feels weird because there's no alcohol yeah. so the only reason people are coming is to see naked women. exactly 100, there's no other reason at all yeah for for being there you're not getting drunk there's no other activities in the club you're solely there to give money to there's these women too. no interaction between customers it's not like going yeah. to a bar um, meanwhile, in, in more Portland strip clubs, there's some have poker, some it's have somewhat really of like good, a social yeah, event. Yes, yeah. yes. Some have good, great food. Um, have you been to Acropolis? Oh, that's one of my favorites. Dude, so the steaks there, amazing. Steak. <laughs> yeah, and they're inexpensive. Yeah, so I've been to um, both. Yeah. So. And I don't, I don't strip. I have a lot of people ask me if I dance, and you know, honestly, right. I'm, I was like. If I dance for you, sir, you'll never come back to see me. Um, yeah, You'll be like, can you also give me my money back? But honestly, that even as a girl, right? I've been to both strip clubs. Well, I lied. I've been to a strip club in Tacoma. Do gotcha. not do that ever. I've um, been to one for my birthday years ago. They called it Shitty Titty, and I don't know. My friends <laughs> said, you guys want to go to Shitty Titty? Which I think is really disrespectful to it those is. gals. And it doesn't uh, set really high expectations. You right. Know? So you're like, oh, fuck. But I haven't, I haven't been there in years, and I don't really recall the experience. Um, and it was, long, it was long before I'd spent a lot of time in strip clubs, so I didn't really yeah, have, have just a, But anyway. An yeah. interesting observation is that people in Portland, I think people in Portland come there mainly for strip clubs right and so you you always have like a diverse group of people that are visiting right and usually if you're on vacation you're going to spend a little more dose so i don't know if that plays a factor in it but it does play a role those the rules are much more loose there in terms yeah. of and i think that in general when it comes to any sort of sex work um what's been found around the world is that when the laws aren't quite as strict when you kind of have freedom to do what you Want, right. Yeah. It reduces things like prostitution. It mm -hmm. reduces things like because it gives really you the freedom to make your behavior own money. Yeah. Because people are like, well, this is a legitimate service that people want to pay for, and it fulfills a need and a want for lots and lots of men and women. Yeah. And we don't need to seek it out secretly or privately or Illegally in a or, illegal yeah. or gross ways. We can seek it out in a pretty, in a clean, well structured well-managed yeah. well good security environment um but 
And honestly, there's a lot. I mean, you know, the religious right especially has exactly. a lot of saying that. And there's two new laws that are very, very restrictive of strippers and any online sex work. So, like federal laws, I don't remember the acronyms for them, but um, <laughs> you can look those up really easy. You know, we're a follow at stripper writer, uh, the guest on our first podcast. She knows lots and lots about that. And uh, anyway. She's a Portland stripper. She's oh, great. Nice. But. Well, because see, like in Portland, you can hang out with the strippers and they make sure. enough money and they have fun. So the women don't mind hanging out with you, make and a few dollars off of you. Spend a little extra time. But so maybe here, get, yeah. I had to go. Okay. So the strip club I went to, the girls were just not. I don't know if they just take in whoever, as long as they'll pay the fee. But like the sure. girls weren't really my cup of tea. Yeah. And so I had to go to the front desk and be like, I want your hottest best stripper yeah and like she didn't even really talk to me she's like okay 20 bucks a song and i'm like uh, uh yeah okay this is not how you get i was gonna get two songs i was like oh look at this 40 burning a hole in my pocket right 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 but, like they don't care about girls they yeah. only want the men and you know honestly i i was there for about three hours and there's always two girls that go on at the same time to different stages yeah i would see at the most maybe 20 bucks in ones thrown on stage yeah, and so i'm just like yeah Man, you're you. They're literally naked. Like up yeah. here, you can be naked, right? And so it's like, you're bearing everything to get twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And it, they have to go in rotation, right? And so they won't come back on stage for another two hours. And I'm just like, you, I can't justify doing that. And so people ask me if I strip, and I'm like, not not in Washington. It's like no, I'd go to yeah. Port. There's girls that work at bikini stands in Washington. Yeah. And strip in Portland. Yeah. Like they live kind of in the middle, and I'm like, man. Yeah. This girl's going places, okay? Right. Well, and then a lot of women travel dance, and so they try and find ways to get down to Vegas every once in a while. I know someone oh, also who goes and spends three weeks in Vegas, makes her money for the month. That's where the money Or makes at, her dude. money for the month. Makes her money for uh, the next several months, and then comes back home and doesn't work and just does school. Um, and I know so. this is like, it kind of crosses some legal boundaries, but right. when I went to Vegas... Um, I used to host bachelor parties there with gotcha. my ex-boyfriend. There were, we had hundreds of escorts there right. making like 10 G's a night. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, Vegas is where the money's at. Yeah. I don't think there are bikini stands down there. Are That's there? wild. Uh, no, they wouldn't. They said they didn't last. I think the guy. I guess they wouldn't need it. I think that guy. That's the thing. I yeah. think that guy opened one down there. They're like, uh, the one that I, I can... that disappeared in Vegas. Oh, I think he, oh, he tried to do that. There was one to some ver there's some version of there being one down there and it closed real quickly because this is just like uh, this this is maybe not connected, but I think it is. Uh, yeah, I'll go with it. Zumanity, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Is the sexy Cirque, Cirque du show? Soleil, yeah. But you're in Vegas. If I want to see something sexy, I got I got. I'm gonna go to this gentleman's club. Options. I'm gonna go to the topless pool, like you know. There's yeah. so many other options. It's also pretty funny, but again, it's Vegas. If I want to see something funny, I can go. I'll just tell so, jokes to myself. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell me my own jokes. <laughs> if and then the third uh, value of a Cirque show is the acrobatic, but it's much less acrobatic than the others. So I'm seeing a lesser version of the acrobatic, a exactly. lesser version of the sexiness, and a lesser version of the humor than I could see as somewhere else. So for me, that sh Cirque show wasn't that interesting. Did you watch it? Yes. Oh. And uh, I went to it years ago with my wife at the time, and we were kind of like, oh, that's not really what we were looking for. We want to see the most crazy acrobatic right. flying off walls, diving into a I want tits pool in my of face water. That's or if I'm gonna see, or if I'm gonna see something sexy, I want it to be like 
a strip club. Exactly. You know, like Sapphire Acropolis. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, uh, the Spearmint Rhino is the one, the two and two huge ones in okay. in Vegas. So you're uh, gonna be a bikini barista for your whole life. And no, just kidding. So uh, you back in school, you see yourself in the future being um, in in some sort of finance work. Um, where you just, you know, you do your job and you make some good money and then you go live your life. That's kind of the future for you, you think? Yeah, like I I have Maybe. an actual interest in business. Like I like marketing. I like right. doing sales. I'm very good with people. Um, I know this sounds bad. I would not put it on my resume, but I'm really good at manipulating people sure. to get what I want. And so, um, yeah, I, I am dating someone. Uh-huh. And I think because of that, that kind of changed what I want in life. Right. Um, and he, of course, understandably, he does not like that I do this. And so really that's the motivation of, for me to gotcha. get out of it. Cause you know, like I, I'm kind of the same way. I'm kind of protective him so. or just in general people not him. Okay. Oh, I could care less what people think. Right. Like when I meet people, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm a bikini barista. It's really nothing to hide. Like I sure. had, I had such negative thoughts about it too until I did it. Yeah. You know, because it's just, you never know someone's story. You never know why they're doing what they're doing. Right. They might have gone through some shit. Um, yeah, and it's easy money. It's fun. Yeah. It's kind of just, it's. I think for most people, it's just a stepping stone through life. Um, sure. And honestly, I think a lot of the girls that are doing it are smart. Yeah. Like, I wish That's I had done this. experience with strippers, yeah. I wish I had done this when I was younger. But I'm glad I did it when I was, like, 24. I think I have like a more level head and I'm not sure. easily swayed by temptation, right? Yeah, the um, same is not a similar thing is true with comedy. Like, oh, I wish I would have started at 19. And I'm like, oh, at <laughs> right. 19, I had no stories and no ability to do like, this. I had so no, no I don't wish I would have. Yeah. yeah, but now I do and it's it's worked out great. But anyway, yeah. So if my body looked like this for 40 years, I would totally do bikini sure. barista, but I'm realistic. There's sure. always hotter, younger girls coming in. And so it's like, eh, I'm kind of like, middle age in bikini barista years gotcha well yeah. i envisioned strippers 49 and she started at 48 which is kind of wild That's, i assume she'd done it for 20 years and she's like no i just started a there's year a ago. niche for everything yeah. you know yeah so wild 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 um so then you uh yeah so going forward you'll it'll just it's gonna change but also that's that thing we were talking about earlier is like you can have a general plan now in the world, but it can be like five years ago, you wouldn't have been like, well, I'll probably be a bikini barista. Right. You know, so you had no idea of that it five years changes. ago. Yeah. And five honestly, years ago, I would have said, I'll be a teacher until I'm 60 and uh, probably married until I'm, I'm die. And now I'm, I'm, like, dying. <laughs> I'm, I'm divorced and uh, I don't teach anymore. And I'm doing a stripper podcast in Things change, hotels all over the country. Sure. So, uh yeah so you don't know for certain and we any there's some we're lucky that we live in a world in a country where we can kind of do that pick and choose so yeah um what were you gonna say i was just gonna say one of the biggest perks of working i'm sure for you too it's kind of the same but it's the networking Mm -hmm. um because i've met awesome people i've met people that will (laughs) in a very legal way they just give me a lot of money every time they see me they're like i know you're paying this off here's this or they'll literally just write a check and the like what is that called at the bottom where they say what it's for yeah it'll say it'll say car payment and i literally just bring that to 
my dealership and I'm like, I'm going to pay this part of the car off. And it's like a lot of people, they wow. may have hidden motives. Sure. But I kind of just, I take everything with a grain of salt and I'll be like, I'm very clear with people. Like, I'm not going to do anything for this. Right. And so, right. yeah, you it's sure you still want to give it to me. And they're like, I still want to. Yeah. You meet people. All right. Some people have job opportunities for you. Like I sure. have customers that are helping me find housing because I'm in the middle of moving right now. And right. It's just cool because if they see that you're a genuine person, right, they love that. They're just like, oh my god, it's like you're not just a hot robot, right? You they know? may have ulterior motives, but uh, that's that's on them, not on you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have a, in fact, you have a. I don't totally know what this means, but like a cash app, cash app. Handle, yeah. Or so that's called? a lot of girls have like Venmo or Cash right. App or whatever, and it's. I've I, I've actually. They have like Amazon wish lists and yeah. I never had any of that, but yeah. I thought I would make one just for kicks because sure. I don't, I have a few thousand followers and I know they're not all from the area. Sure. Right. Um, so I'm just like, Hey, like if you want to come see me or if you want to see different outfits or whatever, just yeah. send me, I don't know, m money. A sure. lot of people will ask me too. They're like, how much should I send you? And that's a weird question to me I because I, not a demanding person even yeah. when people at the stand they're like how much should i tip you and i'm like oh my gosh don't put me on the spot like that yeah. i have no idea and so i'm like oh yeah. just what i appreciate everything right a dollar is a dollar and so i have people that literally send me money and they're like you look great today or hey this is for coffee but i'm too far away gotcha that's crazy because little things like that it kind of like boosts your morale it's not hundreds of dollars it's not going to change my life but sure. the fact that you have some impact whatever that may be or what, or what yeah it is, but someone yeah. like went out of their way to like find you on this app to send you money yeah yeah and so it's like oh that would, be, I'd, I would really boost my confidence and ego <laughs> that'd be great I'll send um, you some money. <laughs> yeah sure I'll, i'm gonna create a cash app and wear thongs and g-strings um do you what is that what is your cash app handle or I don't know, whatever they call it. Oh, that's, yeah. She's like, I don't even know. I, I, uh, I got it. Hold all right, all right. Well, me, she'll find me. it while she's finding it. That is an interesting thing I have seen on a lot of women's pages. And it's like, some people make fun of that. Uh, and it sort of is like, well, I mean, who are we? You would totally do that. Like, dudes would totally exactly. do or accept that. If if there was money for dick pics, uh, every guy would do that. Because yeah. they, you know what? Because they do them unsolicited for no money there's at all. Not a, there's no not a lot of demand for that. All. Yeah, There is not. They do that even when it's not requested, you exactly. know? Exactly. So. so there's high demand for what you um, offer, and uh, they don't ask it from every person. They yeah, ask so it my from cash you. App, so. My cash app is just Nat Phoenix. Nat Phoenix. Um, but yeah, so a lot of girls on their Instagram, this is another thing. If they say no messages, yeah. please heed that because yeah. it's... No, we're not going to read it and you're wasting your time. So I'm just going through all my message requests right now. Um, and there's and it's a bunch, just, even though it says don't DM me. Yeah, and a lot of girls like go out of their way to like block them, but it's like sure. I don't want to. But anyway, just like a few of them. Be we cool. Follow her. Be <laughs> BB Natalie Phoenix on Instagram. Yeah, she's they, they people say like, do you have a price for shows? Will you take your uh, tape off during service? Your looking, tape off. <laughs> looking for a host for a bachelor tape. Did, Some girls wear tape. electrical gotcha. okay, tape. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I thought I just really messed up. Hey but. Natalie, with like a money sign next to it. Yeah. Um, do you have a Snapchat Premium? Do you sell sexy pics? 
can I see your face? Money for pics? Do you have a premium snap? And it's like, if I had one, I would it already would be, advertised be in the thing. Yeah. posting it because yeah. I want your money if I had one, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I clearly so don't have one. Learn to read. And that's, and that's again, that's their way of being like, trying to stand a lot out. of women do this. Do you do that? What they're really saying is, I know you don't do that because you would have advertised it. But can you just but do for it for me? me yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, because I have so much money and I'm so interesting and I'm so... We've heard whatever. it all. Yeah, wild. Well, uh, it's very interesting. It is very similar to stripping and strip clubs and the interviews I've done with them. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, to be a perfect customer uh, is probably pr pretty similar as well. And what would you, like, what do you appreciate most out of a customer when they do what? They pull up in their car and so, keep their dick in, and then what after that? So this is my <laughs> ideal customer, yeah. which most people are. Um, I will greet you when you pull up. Yes. I'll say, hey, how are you? Like a normal person. Like you would when you meet somebody, yeah. While I'm doing this, you make eye contact with me. Okay. I know I'm scantily clad, but sure. there's a, there's a regimen for My this, eyes okay? are up here, and then you can look at my tits. Exactly. So I'm just like... <laughs> What do you, what am I making for you? Yeah, and they'll yeah. say like a 16 ounce mocha, whatever. Sure. As I'm making your stuff, you can do whatever you want. You can look at me, you can stare, you can drool, you can do whatever. Yes. But when I'm facing you, I need to see your pupils <laughs> because if I don't, I will bend down to look at you. Like, I don't know. You can look at me, but don't. Sure. But carry conversation with me. Gotcha. Because otherwise it's just super awkward to right. try to carry the i will break my back to, trying to carry this conversation yeah 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 to initiate all of the like all right so tell me more about yeah. something i actually don't care about but i mean you know, not don't care about but i'm not that you know you tell me what i should be interested exactly. in exactly like, about you know you. like i'm always asking questions about yeah. customers it's like it's nice to feel like you have an interest in us too right. rather than being naked just yes just like trying really hard to see if the g-string will move just enough right or i have people <laughs> that like, are like it's kind of see-through i, I will <laughs> tell people that i'll be like you know this is see-through and they literally like burn holes in my outfit trying to see <laughs> if it's see <laughs> your panties go from not being crotchless to crotchless from the right? burned holes from their eyes yeah i'm i mean uh, there's, wild. No, there's huh. no perfect customer just but then like uh but then like you can i'm not gonna say we'd lie about this but you can be totally honest like there's, what's the money as? But like, hey, you should give this much at least. Or I don't what, know. What do you, you think I a, should? No, no. Uh, sorry. In terms of like a customer. What they like, should be giving. I, yeah, I don't know. Because in, in strip clubs, it's very clear. It's the dance is this much. It's not actually, it's not very clear <laughs> to guys because they either are naive or they pretend For to be naive. For most strippers, what do they... Well, it's a tw dances are 20 in most parts of the country. Yeah. And then there should be a tip on top of that. A lot of guys don't tip on top of that. How much do girls usually the, get or want uh, for a tip? Do they uh, say? Well, I mean, you know, it, tons of money, but I think five five or 10 is totally... Uh, ten is 10 is typical, I think, because yeah. that's what you have generally on you. Um, I think a five is, is fair, fine uh, for on that 20 right um at the rail or the rack on the stage you have to be giving so uh, several dollars per song exactly yeah uh, or else you shouldn't be there you should be taking giving that seat to somebody else yeah depending upon the club and how many people are there and what time and you know whatever 
Um, you may need to give more than that to keep your spot on the rack or the rail. A lot of girls will call that out, which is great. Some won't say anything. Um, and then if they're giving their time talking to you, sitting on your lap, sitting next to you, Interacting speaking with you, with you yeah. that's, that's tippable and should be tipped as well. And it's hard to put values of money on what's okay, what's appropriate. And that's, it's partly why I asked the question for yeah. all the women is to see like what they say. Um, but first bikini barista on our podcast. So I'm just curious, like what number on a drink makes you go, all right, that was, that was perfect. That was great. Or like, oh wow, that was way over what I expected or way, or what number is like, ugh, thanks, I guess, whatever. Typically, I know you appreciate everything. Yeah. We already no, have established that, but typically, typically I'm happy. <laughs> tip, typically a five is good. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, you, you should already be giving a few dollars, yes. two, three dollars yeah. for the coffee. Cause first you're Just paying for the coffee. coffee. Sure. So that's any barista. Exactly. Yeah. Clothed or not. Right. Yep. But then if you actually enjoy your time with this girl that's working and talking to you and like, you know, most of the time, a lot of customers use us as a venting sure. solution. Right. It's like, yeah. hey, my wife's being a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. Like, that's yeah. why they're here. Yeah, or like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm sure their wife's somewhere going, my husband's amazing. But right? whatever. <laughs> but, you know, like if we bring substance to your day sure i think five dollars is not asking a lot yeah. um, especially if you can come and pay eight dollars for a coffee paying five dollars and a lot yeah, of people are like you know point. what 20 percent. i'm like i'm not giving you like a steak at a restaurant yeah, okay like i'm drop off a steak and i'm ask half you naked what, shaking uh, my ass in yeah, your face yeah, so yeah. i mean yeah so five dollars yeah. i have customers that are like what are the ranges of tippers i i'd be like i've had no tippers to like four hundred dollars. Yeah, so there's so your it, range. There's really no range. Fella. If you want a median, it's a it's two hundred dollars. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Or like, I have guys that'll pull out their billfolds of like wads and of like, hundreds, right? Like show it off, and I'll just be like, um, so your coffee went from seven to like one twenty. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't flash that money in front of my face. Right, Man. you dummy. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> but come in, make eye contact, have a conversation. Google all you want while she's making the coffee and then, um, you know, give a tip for the service that she's giving you because the money for the coffee all goes to the owner and to the operations. Yeah. Support uh, small businesses to too. So, um, and then you don't have to say how much you make, of course, but in Edmonds, Washington, there's a minimum wage that's not so bad, right? Yeah. I don't so even know. How do they do that? I don't, I'm not going to name stands, but a yeah. lot of stands don't even give you a wage. You uh, work for your tip. It's crazy to me. So like the... And is that legal, I wonder? It's definitely not legal. But that's why I don't work at said stands. But, but there are like some places in the country where there's an amount that's minimum wage for um, everybody and then... Or the service industry. Yeah. And there's a different minimum wage for everybody else. Right. Like there, if you're a bartender and work in a bar, they're like, oh, we, we're allowed to give you 3 or $4 an hour. Because, because you, you work get for tips. tips. Yeah. yeah. No, so I get I don't paid. Think Washington does. That. I get paid anyway. well. Um, I think Good, yeah. Edmonds, we get a little bit above minimum wage, and I don't even remember that I'm working hourly because of the tips. Yeah, because the tips are know? wherever so, the money is coming from primarily. It's cool. Wow. Well, again, uh, so interesting. Follow Natalie on Instagram, BB Natalie Phoenix. Check out her cash app, which is just Nat Phoenix. 
and uh, check us out on Patreon. This might just be on our Patreon, actually. Who knows? But uh, uh, also follow me, Mr. Mr. Corey Michaelis, on Instagram and Twitter, and check me out on my Facebook fan page to see where I'm performing, hopefully near you soon. And uh, if you're in Snohomish County and you need some coffee, go to Edmonds Beehive. Um, thank you so much. So interesting. And uh, let's, uh, we'll, we're going to shut this down and have another shot. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs>